Good morning, guys. I pray that uh, you guys are well. Yesterday, I woke up, my entire face was chipmunked. I had an, I have an abscessed tooth um, that is now the swellings up underneath my eye. So yesterday, I just <laughs> didn't do a whole lot of much. I did go to work, um, and I went and seen the dentist at 3 and got some uh, antibiotics and some 800 milligram ibuprofen. And now I'm just waiting for the swelling to go down. But I can talk now. Yesterday I couldn't talk. I couldn't move more than half of my mouth. It was a rough day. But we made it. We survived. <clears throat> survived another day to uh, preach this gospel to the world. Um, and to help be an example and a light and a blessing to somebody. Love fulfills the law. Do not forget this, people. And if we do not forgive those... Um, then he won't forgive us, right? We have to forgive our brothers for trespasses, forgive other people the harms that they do. We have to love our enemies, right? If we're faithful and just to confess our sins uh, and to forgive those um, as well, he will be faithful to forgive us as well. All right, Father God, we humbly come before you. We praise you and thank you for blessed days and blessed ways. Um, I thank you, Lord, uh, for continuing to open the eyes blind um, and helping the lost find their way help us to continue to stay in this word to chase after you father and not to get caught up in the doctrines of man and the teachings of this world help us to always chase after you to chase after truth and never compromise lord may we be blessed to lose our lives for the cause of Christ, to be persecuted for the cause of Christ. I believe that those days are coming and we need to go straight to the source. We need to get in this word and find our comfort and find out how we deal with this world and these things. Lord Jesus Christ, we humbly come before you and I just ask you to bless the reading of your word this morning. In your son Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. Sorry. My eyes still a little swollen, so <clears throat> trying to read this. Alright. Proverbs chapter one. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know words and wisdom, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment and equity, to give subtility to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen, right here, guys, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Look. If you don't fear God... You are a fool, right? He is the living God, and if we only knew how big and great and mighty and terrible that he really is. But God has these windows up in heaven right now to where we can't see inside. And you're not seeing how big he is and how much in control he really is and how great and mighty he really is. Um, 
But as you read through there and you get all the accounts of all the times that the Lord has appeared to men as a burning bush or as an, as an angel or uh, you used a dumb uh, a donkey, you know, to rebuke a false prophet. Um, each one of these teaches you to fear him. Right, and that fear obviously turns into a love reverence because you learn that he is a loving father. But the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of the father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace upon unto thy neck and chains about thy neck. Grace unto thy head and, ch and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us and lay wait for, let us lay wait for blood, lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole and those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us and let them all let us all have one purse. Cast in thy lot among us and let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them, refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to sh run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread out in the sight of any bird. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird. And they that way late that lay wait for their own blood they lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places of concourse. In the openings of the gates in the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have said it not all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity and will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation, and the destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel, and they despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices, for the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Amen. 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 My eyeball hurts y'all. I'm sorry. We're on First uh, Corinthians chapter seven, BT Dubs. Amen. Oh, amen. I can't get over what you've done for me. Every mountain, every valley, 
Ever since the day you found me, I can't get over what you've done for me. It's God, I gotta sing amen, amen. I can't hide this feeling deep inside of me. Amazing grace, oh Lord, how can it be? Every day in my life, I want the world to see. I can't get over what you've done for me. Got me singing like, amen. 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 Oh, amen. If you can't sing those songs, are we even talking about the same Jesus? Sorry, y'all. First Corinthians chapter 7. Now concerning the things which you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render wife render unto the wife due benevolence, and likewise, or affection is a better word for that. Uh, let the husband uh, render unto the wife due affection, and likewise unto the wife the husband. The wife hath not power over her own body, but the husband, and likewise also the husband hath not power over his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one another, or deprive. Uh, except it be for be with consent for a time, that you may give yourselves over for fasting and prayer, and come back together again, that Satan tempt you not for your inconsistency. But I speak this by permission and not by commandment. <clears throat> I mean, literally, guys, we battle it out against flesh and blood. You think about how many immoral, sexual uh, sins that there are out there. How many predators there are that, that that are out there, and that's why we lean on the on the husband wife relationship uh, in a sexual manner as well. Uh, that's why he says, "If two be married, the bed is not defiled." Um, but the man has not power over his body, and the woman has power not, but oh, to each other, completely submitting to each other when they need it, they need it. And if you do, uh, uh, like you said, if you do give over to a time that y'all are not, you know, coming together. Uh, and making love, use that time uh, for prayer and fasting and to grow closer to the Lord. But be careful that you don't do it for too long. And that way Satan doesn't come in and tempt you guys for inconsistency. Verse 7, But I would that all men were even as myself, but every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and after that. I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I. But if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than it is to burn. So literally, he's like, you know, if you're, uh, if you can stay single, you'll, you know what I mean? I, I would rather you stay single because obviously you're going to be uh, more in love with God if you're in love with God and not in love with a man or a woman. Um, but nevertheless, it's better to marry than burn. It's better to marry than to get into fornication and, um, and just wicked, evil sins, right? Verse 10, and unto the married command that yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. But if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband and let not the husband put away his wife. But to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother hath a wife that believe not and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which hath an husband that believe not, 
But if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Else were your children unclean, but now they are holy. But if the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in any such cases, but God hath called us to peace. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife or not? But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called every one, so let him walk, and so ordain I in all the churches. He's literally saying, if you're a woman, and you're in Christ, and you're married to a lost man, but y'all, you know, do well together, uh, it says, seek not to be loose from that man, right? Because your faith could save him. Your chaste conversation, your works, your love, your heart, the Holy Spirit inside of you might save him, and your children, uh, which were unclean, are now made holy, right? Same thing for a, for a, for a man, if if he's a Christian, he's in Christ, and he's married to a lost unbeliever, it's the same thing. It goes both ways, guys. All right. Verse 18. Is there is any man called being circumcised? Let him not be circumcised. If any called an uncircumcision, let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and the uncircumcision is nothing, but the keeping of the commandments of God. Let every man abide in the same thing wherein he was called. Art thou called being a servant? Care not for it, but if thou mayest be made free, use it rather. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's freeman. Likewise, also, because also he, he that is called being free is Christ's servant. Ye are brought, bought with a price, and be not the servants of men. Brethren, let not every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. <clears throat> now concerning virgins, I have no commandment. Of the Lord, yet I give my judgment as one that obtained mercy of the Lord to be faithful. I suppose, therefore, that this is good for the present distress. I say that it is good for a man so to be. Art thou bound unto a wife? Seek not to be loosed. Art thou loosed from a wife? Seek not a wife. But if thou marry, thou hast not sinned, and if a virgin marry, she has not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I spare you. But this I say, brethren, the time is short, it remaineth, that both they that have wives be as though that they had none, and they that weep, though they weep not, and they that rejoice, as though they rejoice not, and they that buy, as though they possess not, and they that use this world, and not abusing it, but the fashion of the world passeth away. But I would not have you without, but I would have you without, but I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried care for the things of the Lord, yeah, he may please the Lord. But he that is married care for the things of the world and how he may please his wife. That's what I was saying earlier. It is what it is. There is a difference. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman care for the things of the Lord that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married care for the things of the world, how she may please her her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that you may attend unto the Lord without distraction. 
But if any man think that he behaveth himself uncomely toward his virgin, if she pass the flower of her age, and need to need so require, let him do what he will. He sinneth not, let him marry. Let them marry. <clears throat> Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, and hath so decreed in his heart, and so he will keep his virgin, he doeth well. So then he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, but only in the Lord. But she is happier if she abide after my commandment, and I think also that I have the Spirit of God. That's a pretty long chapter. Pretty self-explanatory, though. You know, marriage in the church. Alright, 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Now as touching things offered unto idols... We know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but love edifieth. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered and sacrificed unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world, and there be none other God but one. For though there be for though there be that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, that's a lowercase g, as as there be gods many and lords many. But to us there is but one God, the Father of whom are all things, and we in him are Lord and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things and we by him. Howbeit there is not in every man that knowledge For some with conscience of the idol unto this hour eat as eat it as a thing offered unto an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. But meat commended us not to God, neither for neither if we eat are we better, neither if we eat not are we worse. But take heed lest by any means this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. For if any man see that which he see if any man see that which has knowledge sit at meat in the idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered to idols? And though my knowledge shall and through my knowledge shall weak brother perish for whom Christ died. And through my through my knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. But when ye sin so against the brethren and wound their own conscience, you sin against God. Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. I mean, that's a very complicated chapter, but it's literally talking about just essentially anything. We do have freedom in Christ. Um, all things are lawful, but not all things are permissible. You're able to partake and do things you know, that don't consume you because you have liberty in Christ. But if those things, whether it be a certain kind of a food or um, maybe you like to drink a glass of wine or beer, but if it's offensive to your brethren, if it's offensive to your brother and he does not quite have that knowledge, he's not quite there, right? He has to continue to be sanctified by reading this word every day. 
it's better for you just to abstain from whatever it is and not be a stumbling block to them. And just continue to love them and encourage them and let them continue to read their Bible. And they will come around to the same conclusion as you have. We're about out of time today. I was hoping to get another chapter in. We're taking our time through 1 Corinthians, but you know what? It's better that we take our time and we continue to meditate on these things. So check out 7 and 8. We just did uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and 8. Chapter 7 um, is, is about marriage and how God views the marriage, right? And then chapter 8 uh, is just about not being a stumbling block to your brother in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We are to grow in love with each other. May our hearts be knit together in love. And uh, peace be to those that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Jesus Christ, come in the flesh. Have a great day. Well, good Lord, will in the creek don't rise. I'll see you guys tomorrow.